All right, so we're going to re- try to record this podcast here. Uh, you know who it is already, another episode of English and Coffee. So today I wanted to talk a little bit about raising kids, controlling your kids, and what's inspired this whole rant, so to speak. Today's going to be a little bit of a rant about people, parents that can't raise their kids correctly. Uh, it's because my neighbor, I mean, she's just, I'm not going to say the worst parent in the world, but one of the worst parents in the world because her kids run around the apartment like horses, and it just vibrates my whole apartment and the people below her, the people next to us. It's just annoying. So today we're going to talk about that. In other words, though, at the same time, I hope your day is going well, but let's get started. So before we dive right in, I'm going to tell you how the day started. Started like a typical day, woke up, got my coffee, drinking my coffee, listening to my loud butt neighbors, and uh, doing my notes. But there's a problem with the system, so I couldn't upload everything. Uh, it's not my fault, so I mean, I'll upload it when I upload it. I mean, it's done, it's ready to go, but I can't, I mean, they got some bull jive system. Doing my best to hold on to uh, not use, uh, you know, offensive words or anything, but... um. Yeah, this morning had me just a little bit peed, you know, Uh, but it's all good, neither here nor there. So like I said, okay, so when it comes to raising children, especially in an apartment, I mean, you, you, you have to make sure your kids are in line. I mean, if your kids are running all over the place and you can't control them, I mean, it says a lot about you, you know what I mean? And I'm not slamming anybody out there that's listening, I mean, because I love my, my listeners, but... You know what I mean. People whose kids just run all over the place, don't listen, don't do anything they ask them to do. You know, they say sit down, they get up and run around, throw things around the room. I don't know what to say about that. I wasn't that type of child. My sister wasn't that type of child. My friends, none of them were those type of children. I mean, all of us had a good upbringing. But, I mean, just some of these people, especially some of these young, young, young parents that are just too young to even have kids. I mean, they're screaming at their kids. They're yelling at their kids. Uh, hitting their kids, abusing their kids, beating their kids. If you look in the news, some of them even killing their kids just because they don't know how to control them. But they can't control kids because they never learned self-control themselves from their own parents. So their parents were garbage. Now they're garbage. They're teaching their kids garbage. So it's going to be hard for them to, you know, the kids to even have a chance at raising a kid the proper way because they're not even going to have enough upbringing on their own to raise themselves correctly. I mean, it's just it's just this endless, vicious cycle. And it's a cycle that annoys neighbors. Um, I mean, I don't want to hear it. I know nobody wants to hear it. I wish you could complain about it. I mean, you can complain about it, but nothing's going to happen because they're just going to keep popping out these kids that they can't control. It's a big problem. I'm sure it's a big problem everywhere in every country. But when you live in an apartment, I mean, you have to deal with those types of people. So it's just one of those things where, you know, you're just like, eh, it is what it is. But that's another reason why I'm going to be moving. So I don't have to have any neighbors. I'll probably have one neighbor, but I want to make sure that that neighbor is a mature individual that knows how to conduct themselves properly. And it's hard to do that. I mean, you can't just be like, uh, is this is this tenant going to be, you know, that they behave themselves or they have loud parties or they make a lot of noise or do they have children? I guess you could ask those things because I don't want to move next to anybody that has children. I don't have any of my own, not against anybody who has kids. But if they do have kids, I want those kids to be like, you know, well-mannered, you know, obedient children that listen. They make noise, children noise, but not yelling like a baboon or something swinging from a freaking tree. It just gets on your nerves. You just want to punch through the wall and, and tell them what time it is. But, you know, I haven't done that. I don't do those types of things. I'm just venting. Like I said, today is a rant about the upbringing. Uh, a lot of these people that haven't had a good upbringing, I mean, you see them in the news, you know, in the, in the crime report, you know, in jail, locked up, trespassing, stealing, forgery, 
using false instruments, um, all those types of things, you know, crime, stealing, theft. I mean, those are the type of people that didn't grow up, you know, with, with any sense. You know, the parents probably didn't teach them anything. Uh, sometimes people fall off, they get into drugs, and the parents did everything they could to help them. But a lot of times, I mean, if you want to know why somebody turned out the way they did, I mean, you look, go back and look at the parents. If the parents are trash, then the kid's trash. Not saying you got to throw the baby out with the water, but sometimes you're like, throw the baby out with the water because it just doesn't make any sense. It's crazy. But um, try to take the edge off of some of this, this rant here. But, I mean, it's life. I'm sure you guys get ticked off sometimes when people just do things that just get under your skin. Or like they say in Russian, uh, it, it, you know, it just, just, just takes you there. You know, it takes you to the edge and you're just ready to just snap. And the only thing holding you in is you have principles. You know how to control yourself. You know how to express your emotions properly. You know how to handle and uh, a difficult or awkward situation without just exploding on people. You want to, and then if somebody explodes on them, you know, it's not you. You watch it. You're like, okay, you just step out of the way. Say, well, it was coming. I mean, you asked for it. <laughs> you know, I mean, handle your business. You don't have to worry about someone else handling your business for you. But that's what happens sometimes in a lot of, a lot of situations, especially cops. They see somebody who's out of control. They say, well, he can't control himself or she can't control themselves. We're going to do it for them. And then if that's not enough, they put them in jail. So they are in there with other people who can't control themselves and they control them. You know, so it's like force on force, you know, street justice type stuff. It's crazy. It's crazy. But we're going to take another short break and try to talk a little bit about what happened the other day, which was most interesting while I was on the road with the client in the car. I'll tell you about that in a second. So if you didn't know, I'm sitting here sipping on another gracious cup of this white chocolate uh, cappuccino. Uh, like I told you, I think last week that I got that free gift card from Speed Speedway. So I'm using that. I used that today to buy a cookie. It was a nice little soft, chewy morsel, a chocolate chip cookie. And then I got this big 20-ounce uh, large white chocolate uh, cappuccino. It's pretty tasty. But anyway, back to the story. So... I was driving with my client the other day, yesterday actually, and we were at this little yield sign. So you know you have a yield sign, you slow down, you don't stop, you slow down. But if there's traffic coming, you stop, you have to stop. So we're stopped at this yield sign. There's a stoplight also alongside, so everything's fine. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, you hear this sound, tires screeching, and then this car comes up over the freaking sidewalk right next to me. And I look over at the guy, and he looks like he's just plastered. Like, he's just plastered. Like, somebody just needs to take a bat to his freaking face and tell him what time it is. Because with him coming all the way up next to my car, as far as he did, he would have rammed us so hard that we would have went out in the traffic and got creamed by another car. So we would have been hit twice. And you looked over me. It just looked like somebody just hit him with a water mister. You know, his his face was just, just soaking. So he wasn't even in the state of driving. He just looked. He didn't say nothing. I didn't say nothing. I just looked at him. I was just like you such and such, you know what I mean? But I was with my client, so I had to keep my composure. But I'm telling you, people like that on the road, they don't need to be on the road. See, I'm like, where are the cops when you need them? Because most of the time when people get pulled over, you're doing five miles over the speed limit or you're, you know, maybe you you run a stop sign or something like that inadvertently, you didn't mean to, mean to do it. But then you got these people out here, these drunk people on the road, these high people on the road that are just going all over the place, slamming into people, running off the road, about knocking over post office boxes and different things like that. And they don't get stopped. If you go out there, forget to pay your inspection stick or something like that, then you want to get pulled. It's crazy. I think cops should go around in like regular cars, just get an old dented 
Taurus or something from like the 1980s with like paint peeling off and rust on the tail bumper and just freaking bust people that way. That's how I would do it. I wouldn't go around in a clean Crown Victoria, in a clean Mark car, something like that with all the lights. I would roll up in a Pinto, old school, and just light up their world because that's what some people need. People just don't, they just don't get it. You know, they, they just don't get it. When you're behind the wheel, intoxicated, not paying attention, you put other people's lives at risk. So when they slam people, you know, give them 15 years or something for drunk driving and reckless endangerment and killing people. Yeah, they, I mean, they get what they deserve. I mean, I can see the first time, okay, you get a ticket. But a lot of these people they have like 15, 16 different tickets, drunk driving, drunk driving, drunk driving, lose their license, get it back, lose it again. No, no. See, that's why they're glad I'm not a judge because if I was a judge, it would be a whole different story. I wouldn't be throwing people in jail. Mm -mm. You wouldn't go to jail. Depending on the crime, you would either get the same thing or some drastic changes would be made in your life. So let's just say somebody maybe killed somebody, right? Somebody killed somebody, just love crime, whatever like that. I would take the time, talk to them, and they say, okay, left cheek or right cheek? And they say, huh, left cheek or right cheek? Left cheek, right cheek, or 25 years, which one do you want? Because it's going to be, if they... If they stab somebody several times, they punch somebody multiple times, depending on the severity of their crime, that's what they would get in their left cheek. Take a bat, a steel bat to the side of their face 10 times, and then say, okay, once you get out of the hospital, you can go on about your day and avoid going to jail. Or if somebody stole something, okay, so you either cut their arm off, like in uh, Japan, back in the old school. I don't know if they still do it now, but back then, if somebody stole something, they used to just cut their hand off. You didn't have to worry about it no more, so they would be marked. Some other countries, I know they mark people, put tattoos on them, put like criminal or whatever in whatever language they have on their face, like the scarlet letter. The punishment should fit the crime, but like I said, the jail isn't always the solution. We're going to take another break, and then we'll come back. One of the most difficult things about recording a podcast out here in the wild or at the park at the public is you have people bringing noise around you. I mean, people are living, people are doing what they do, but sometimes they just come with these things that you'd rather not even hear or it's just interfering with your concentration so i had to pause with the cause had about six people i'm over here when i got to the park in this little space nobody was here there's like i don't know how many empty spaces around me like way over there in the distance but everybody wants to park around me i guess where i'm at is the place to be i don't know but anyway trying to bring it back down listening to the little sounds of the birds and stuff in the background haven't seen any birds flying you know getting ready to go fishing like i do on saturdays just trying to bring it down a notch. I mean, I'm good. I'll be all right. I mean, I'm not too worried about today. I mean, today is a day. My neighbor is my neighbor. Um, for now, when I move, things will be better. But she's giving me inspiration to move. She's giving me inspiration to move. She's, she's reminding me of why I want to move, why I want to live alone, live in my own little building, domic, you know, little little house away from everybody else. I mean, I'm thinking I'm gonna have to do a duplex because I don't even know if I really wanna stay here in North Carolina, like plant roots to grow a house, but I'm here for now. So I'm gonna just get a little spot away from everybody. So when I get off of work, because my work, I'm constantly, constantly around people, you know, problems and drama. And you guys are hearing a little bit of that drama that I deal with, but you know, it's part of my job. I get paid to do it, so I don't voice it, you know, at work. I just sit there, and listen and say, okay, we'll get through it. We'll work through it. You know, I help people with their problems, but I mean, I'm a person at the end of the day. Things get under my skin, too. You know, things get under my skin, too. I guess this podcast is one of the ways I get to 
talk about these things, get these things out, at the same time giving you the English that you need, because I'm sure you have these same feelings and you want to know how to express them. You want to know how it sounds in English. This is how it sounds in English. The only difference is I'm not dropping like F-bombs and using all the the words that some people typically use that I use from time to time. You know, I'm keeping it PG, keeping it PG-13 because I don't know what age level people are at. But at the same time, if you were to express this stuff as I'm expressing it in your situation, nobody would be offended because, I mean, you're talking about real things. You're speaking the truth, but you're not using language that's too graphic for some listeners, right? But it's all good. So... Hmm, maybe I'll go buy a fishing supplier too. I already stopped by the tackle shop, picked up a few things, picked up some weights, picked up some more hooks, picked up some more baits. Um, but I think I might go buy Lowe's as a hardware store and buy one of these big, large PVC tubes so I can cut it and make a bait tube, you know, a live bait tube. I have a bait bucket, but I want something a little smaller that I can drag behind me in the kayak that won't have too much drag, but it will keep my fish alive. Because today I'm definitely going to use a cast net. Definitely going to use a cast net and try to catch some big uh, stripers or some big drum. Just want to get in some big fish. I'll take a stingray at this point. It doesn't even matter. They said the black drum are biting, the trout are biting. We're going to see about that. Definitely going to see about it. It's about mid-70s right now. Uh, last night, I know it was like probably mid mid to low 60s. Uh, so probably about 7 o'clock when the sun goes down. 6 o'clock sun goes down and it'll probably be in the 60s. So I'm going to definitely have to make sure I have them some... Uh, uh, what you call them, long johns or some sweats and stuff like that under my waders just so I can stay extra warm and toasty while I'm out there catching the big ones. But on that, I hope you have a great day, and I'll see you in the next one.